Shay's Heart fam. How are you doing today? How is your energy flowing? I hope that this podcast can be a beacon of light to those that's listening to it. If not, so share it. But today I want to remind every listener that it's okay to have a grip. It's okay to have those defining moments, those what-if moments. What if I never did this? What if I would have done that? Stop going back to those what-if moments because you are where you need to be. Because if you went down the other path, maybe you would not be who you are right now. You may have never learned that lesson that turned into a blessing today so leave the what ifs behind leave any regrets behind because they hold you back from your destiny your purpose and who you're supposed to be and where you're supposed to be if your mind is where you feel as if you should be it's not going to be where you are now but that's the shade verse for today today I want to speak on taking a leap now, this, this can be translated in many ways. But the way that God is leading me to give it is through faith. What is hope? Hope is the evidence of things. Oh, that's faith. Hope is the thing that we hold on to for something to happen. It's that substance. It's that, it's that thing that we look to. It's like the light in the candle. If you've ever seen a candle, a candle can have a high flame, medium flame, or a low flame. It's like a candle with a low flame. It looks like it's about to blow out but it don't because you're holding on to the last piece, the last thing that can hold you together. There's hope. Faith is the, is the evidence of things hoped for. 
You cannot have faith without hope. Because hope, hope gives faith what faith is. There is no faith without hope. When it comes to taking leaps of faith, we have to go to the basics. We have to build upon what faith really is. Let's go back to a point in time in your life. Maybe you were younger. Is there a defining moment that maybe you wish you could change? Is there that moment where you may look at where you may look back at it now and wonder, hey, if I would if my both my parents were in the house or if that person didn't die, if I didn't go to that school, I would be so far alone in life. Or if I had d- did this, then I would I would be more grateful for where I am. I have all this money, but I don't have any empathy. I I have these people around me, but they're fake. Maybe if I would have went to another school. Maybe if I would have maybe if I would have went to all black school or all white school or school of someone of my same color or race, then maybe I would have more brotherhood, sisterhood. Maybe I would have. Maybe I would be more chilled. Maybe if if I wasn't raised around this family, maybe I would have a more reserved or my personality, but I won't be what it is. We all have those moments. What if? But it's the what if moments that define where we where we need to be. One of the things I struggle with on a daily is asking God from where I need to be. I look back a lot, more than I would like to admit to. I look back to reflect upon life decisions, the cars I've been dealt. And I look back at my family. I look back at the household I was raised in and the friends that I chose and even the friends that I no longer have and the people that's, that was in my space and people that still is in my space. And I think that a lot of times I'm grateful. Other times I wonder, like, how is so-and-so, so-and-so doing? Sometimes I look back on past romantic relationships. I'm like, what if I would have stayed with so-and-so, so-and-so, what they would have been like? See, some people, some people won't be that honest. Sometimes I reflect back on the good times with my ex-husband. Like, what if I would have stayed? What if I would have stayed a military wife? What, I would have, what if I would have never <clears throat> moved back to Memphis, Tennessee with my family? What if? Would I be doing the same thing I'm doing right now? And the answer would be no. I won't. Because I was going down different paths then. And I think sometimes when we look at the um, things that happen or those defining moments, at least that's what I'm going to call them. When we look at them and or at a perspective that is... Well, we look, or when we look at them through lenses of 
our younger self or even from our more mature self, we see things differently. It's like looking through life through a lens of a newborn baby. If you see life through the lens of a newborn baby, it's different. Let's progress to a five-year-old. How would a five-year-old view life? Let's progress and move on to a 10-year-old, an 11-year-old, 15, 16, a 20-year-old, 25-year-old, 30-year-old, 33-year-old, a 40-year-old, a 50-year-old, 60-year-old, 70, a 80-year-old, a 90-year-old, a 100-year-old, 120, and on. You see how the spectrum changes? Even in light, different light have different levels of, uh, like, different, I don't know if I'm saying the terminology, but they have different rays of spectrums that causes them to be light or dark. And I think the same thing happens in our lives. When we look back or in our minds and we look back at our situations with the immature mindset of who we were, we look at it prematurely or immaturely. But when we look at it from where we are and when we get a peek at our younger selves and our and the things that we the decisions we made and the people that we decided to entangle our lives with things people we decided to hang out with careers that we decided to take or not to take some of us wish that we could have went to college earlier some of us wish we wish that we would have had majors some of us wish we would have never went to college because what we're doing we, we we weren't taught that, and some some people were stressed out. Maybe still is stressed out about student loans. So real life happens, and it doesn't matter what level of education you have or where you are right now at this present time. The only thing that matters at this point in time is that you realize. Those moments did not define me. They did not define who I who I who I am going to be. Those moments taught me something, and a lot of times we get a lot of lessons from those what if moments. And in order to take a leap, we have to be able to to see those what if moments or defining moments as just that. They were simply moments, fleeting moments. And we've had so many moments after that, but we're focused on on those particular moments. We've missed the beauty of the journey of the different things we've learned. And we handicap ourselves when we go back in time wondering what it. And... As we, as we mature, or as some mature, some of us, we begin to accept the silence. We're, we're more patient or impatient. 
we see that life is actually fleeting. Every moment we need to take and capture and enjoy because the next moment may not happen. One moment, we're breathing. One moment, we're gone. I've Just this month alone, I've lost so many people in death. When at one moment we were just speaking, next moment they're dead. They're gone. They're not coming back. And, and once you realize how fleeting life really can be, you begin to appreciate every moment. So there's lessons in their deaths because I'm like, okay, I get that we had this connection. I can mourn this thing. And it's, and it's taken me three weeks to mourn my, my brother's death. Three. And I'm just at a place where I'm okay with it. And I'm still not okay. Okay. But I'm okay where it's manageable. I'm okay where I'm not crying. And I'm okay when, when my mind is not just everywhere or scattered. See, the thing about the what-if moments and the moments, those defining moments. We go back and wonder if we did this. Sometimes I wonder if I went back and I kept on calling or if I would have tried to find his Facebook page to reach out to him. If I would have reached out to his brother, would I have been able to reach out to him then? Because I, I tried for months to reach my brother. He didn't respond back. Then I found out he, he died. But did we leave on good terms? Yes. We did. I was proud of him. He was proud of me for our life choices. And even though things didn't work out the way they did, even though we were separated, even though he went back with his mom and he stayed with my parents and just like his sisters, his sister and brothers came my sister and brothers. And even though things happened after my after my after my stepmom's death at fourteen, from fourteen to in my early thirties, I didn't have a strong connection with them, neither one of them. And now I'm able to develop a stronger connection with my other brothers and my sister, which 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 are his sister and brothers. So, God has a purpose for everything. When I look back at me graduating a year later, instead of the year I was supposed to, I realized so many things happened in that point in time that I'm, I'm grateful for graduating a year later. I'm grateful for my aunt being the reason why I feel fourth grade. I'm grateful for those failed relationships. I'm even grateful for my ex-husband wanting to file for divorce because I would not be who I am today. It's like sometimes we need something bad to happen for us to become, become the people we're supposed to be. Sometimes those bad things have to happen or sometimes those mild things have to happen for us to be who we are today. We, we won't have those bad experiences to speak about. We won't have those bad relationships to speak about. And I've said before that there was a great marriage. We had our problems, we had average problems. 
but I'm grateful for it. I struggled with that for two years about what I did wrong. But once God was showing me that he had a future for me, he was going to use that, use that for his glory. I didn't know how, but I trusted the process and I went through the healing. I began dating again and now I'm in love. It's a process there. And when you're taking leaps of faith, you have to trust the process. It may not look like what you want to look like. We may be afraid that we're not where we need to be. But that's the thing about destiny and purpose. We don't control it. We control nothing. I think once 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 I learned that that life principle, we control nothing. I think I began to really live because I stopped trying to live to control everything control. Yeah, we have, we may have control over, you know, what decisions we make or like far as whether we're going to go to work or not, whether we're going to go to school or not. Yeah. We have basic control of those things, but God has given us those responsibilities called, called, Adulting your responsibilities. Well, just life. God's given us those things in life. However, God has complete control. Don't you know that God oversees and knows everything that's going to happen? Everything that happened and the reason behind it. And I think that's a scary thing. If you like control, like I used to and like I sometimes do, if you like control, it's like you want to know every detail. You need to know where you're going to be. But if you did, you're going to miss all those great moments. And I think God teaches us those those blessings, those lessons that turns to blessings later. Well, some for some people sooner or later. But don't regret what happened. Don't regret those failures in life, those so well, those so-called failures. Because when you look at them, they 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 taught you something. See, being married the first time, it taught me a lot about patience. It taught me about giving man, giving a man his space. It taught me about how to keep up a house. Being married before, it taught me how to take care of myself, how to work out, how to make sure I put my oxygen mask on first. It taught me how to macro and macro manage my family affairs. It taught me how to how to cook a home cooked meal every day. It taught me how to keep a family fed. It taught me how to work and have a social life. And it taught me about patience. That marriage was not in vain. Those heartbreaks weren't in vain. Me, me not going to Northside, but instead of going to Hamilton High, was not a mistake. Don't you know? It's people that it's people like like I was supposed to go to Northside because I was going to Kimmel's Middle. That's in North Memphis. I was supposed to be going to Northside. Don't you know? I went to Hamilton Middle, uh, Hamilton Middle, eventually Hamilton High, and. The friends that I end up getting later on went to Northside, 
I eventually met them later in life. Are we friends now? I'm friends with a couple of them. But still, those ladies I was supposed to meet in high school, I met in my in my in my late twenties and my early thirties. So it's like, can you imagine the people and the places that you go to and the, and the things you're doing? It's like God would delay it on purpose. Maybe that person that's your soulmate. Maybe you didn't meet them uh, until a certain period of their lives or time because who they were before. If you would have met them, you probably would have totally not want to be around them. And God allows you to see them in a better light because God had to have them work on themselves. See, those what-if moments are so beautiful. We end up meeting the people we're supposed to meet. We end up being at the careers that we're supposed to be at. We end up driving a car we're supposed to drive. We end up with children or not having or, or having a child or children. We end up with the life that we're supposed to have. And I think if we stop worrying about trying to be who we feel as if we should be, then I think that's that's the time that's that's the only time we we'll actually be able to enjoy every precious moment. Even now, I don't know how far this podcast is going to go. Don't you know when I first started? I didn't know that it would even go over a month. It's going on two years. I don't know the timeline of this podcast, but I'm going to keep on speaking. As long as God as long as God put put breath in my lungs, as long as I can speak. If there was a mute podcast, I figured out I make a sound or something. So I'm saying don't stop. Things happen for a reason. And once we realize that we stop grieving those defining moments, what if this? So what? We have to keep moving forward despite everything. Because in these moments, that's what we realize. God had a plan. God had a purpose all along. And whatever that whatever that purpose is, and God have a purpose for us. Whatever it still is, do we trust the process to the place? that we can take that leap of faith and be that for the moment. There's still growth in us. We're still growing. That's how relationships are. It takes a leap of faith to love somebody for who they are because you don't know who they're going to be, better or worse. That's what marriage is, for better or worse. You may get more worse than better. It's like everything is a leap of faith. But it starts with that little candlelight of hope. And the amazing thing about candle, if you actually took a couple candles that's tall, that's tall enough to do it. If you lit one candle, don't you know one candle will light another? Even though that flame is low, that that other candle can light that candle to a place where it's where it gets to a medium or high flame. We light each other. That's the reason why. It's a purpose in darkness. It's a purpose in sadness. Every emotion has a purpose. Everything has a purpose. 
And if we live and walk in that purpose, then that's where we find what we need to find. But I think so many times we try to hold on to those moments that we believe are precious. My daughters are getting older, so I'm sure it's the finding moments in their lives where they may no longer want to live with me. They they would go off and do their own thing. That's why I'm preparing them for the world. I'm not preparing them to be with me uh, this their entire lives. I'm preparing them to be their own individuals. Why? Because I must. And my ex-husband, he's doing his part as well. So it's like, hopefully, through us co-parenting effect- oh, effectively, we can teach them that love still can exist. It can coexist, even though you're not together romantically. So... We pray for their romantic relationships that they can still know what love looks like, what it feels like to demonstrate that in front of them. Because it doesn't matter who I marry, who the dad marry, it matters how we treat one another because we're their parents. And that's where maturity steps in. It's past the point of what we used to be, what what was done. It's about who, who, who are they going to be? What Life lessons have we taught them despite our failures, despite the things that didn't happen as we thought it would. And we need to just take these moments and let's appreciate them. Let's take a moment and honor those thoughts. In those moments and thank them. Thank you for and it's things like, thank you for showing me what I need to see. Thank you for making me to who I need to be. Even the moments that's happening right now, the things that's not going right right now, the things that's going on now that's confusing. Thank you for the confusion. Because through the confusion, I have to seek God. I have to seek my higher power. I have to seek my creator. And asking these questions, and me asking these questions, that's what I'm going to be. That's what I'm going to have the mindset to to embody whatever I need to embody. Thank you. Now that we've honored these thoughts, these defining moments, you can write them down, whatever you need to do, but don't allow them to keep you in fear. The false evidence of, of, of things being real. That paralyzing feeling that cripples us. So today, are you going to take a leap of faith into your destiny, into who you're going to be, who you're supposed to be, or are you going to stay stuck in your, in a time machine in your mind? And what happened? Let let the decision be on you. But I hope that someone said in today's segment, I hope that you have a beautiful, beautiful day, week, year, whatever time you're listening to this, whatever day, whatever year you're listening to this, I pray that this reaches the ears that it needs to reach and honor your moments, honor the old you, honor the toxic old you or the toxic new you, honor the neutral you and know that you You and I, we're meant to be way more than what we are right now.
and we're going to end up where we need to be. Even in the morning time or throughout the day, write it down. Remind yourself, I am where I need to be. Even if it's not where I want to be, I'm exactly where I need to be. If you have a car, don't have a car. If you have a home, if you live in an apartment. If you don't have children, you're not in a relationship. You're in a relationship. You're struggling. Wherever you are, you're taking a bus. Wherever you are right now, you're exactly where you need to be. You're exactly where God needs you to be. Because God is in control. See, God knows the plans for our lives. God wants us to have a prosperous life in the future. But we must trust his plan over our own. But that's it for this particular segment. I pray that you're encouraged. I love you. And remember, out of the heart flows issues of life. Shay's heart.